0: Yo, what's up everybody, since you guys all know it is tax season, I want you guys to know that today's sponsor is brought to you by Magnolia Tax Services. If you're a business owner or a high-earning individual, take control of your finances with the tailored tax planning services of Magnolia Tax Services. Their team of certified public accounts and enrolled agents specializes in maximizing savings for individuals and businesses by utilizing the latest tax laws and strategies. From complex business structures to high net worth individuals, they'll develop a customized plan to minimize your tax liability and increase your bottom line. Don't leave money on the table. Contact our partners at Magnolia Tax Services today for a consultation and get a $100 credit towards your service by clicking the link in the show notes. That's right, guys. Like I said in the beginning, it is tax season, so you want to make sure you tap in with my guys at Magnolia Tax Services today. And Once again, that link is in the show notes, and now we'll get right into the show. Yo, 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 welcome back to the greatest show on earth, the Millionaire Mindsets Podcast. I am your host, Xavier, and today I got another dope, amazing episode for y'all. But before we get right into this episode, I would like to advise all the listeners, all the watchers, to please subscribe, leave that five star rating, review like share comment do all those things you're truly trying to run those numbers up so if y'all could do those things i would greatly greatly appreciate it and getting right to the show so today i have another very special special guest he's doing some dope things and he about to give us some. Some games Y'all better get y'all notepads out Get ready to take some 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 notes for real Because he's he, he finna drop some gems His name is Jamari James And I'm excited to have him on the show Welcome to the show bro
1: Appreciate it my brother Appreciate it Happy to be here Happy yes. to be
0: here I'm glad you're here man I'm uh, uh, getting right into it So do you mind giving a brief background on yourself For the people who This may be their first time yeah, Seeing or sure. hearing of you
1: Yeah for sure So 30 um, It's been a wild ride uh, Going from uh, corporate Uh, Fresh out of college, played football, uh, D2, uh, went straight into corporate, uh, used to audit state and federal credit unions for about four or five years. Uh, So I've been in the accounting space for a while and transitioning out of the accounting space to, you know, being a full-time entrepreneur was crazy. Uh, And I say that just because, you know, most of us, we dream about stuff like that on our own business and really uh, hone in on what we want to do. But uh, I think the biggest thing, uh, culture shock-wise, was understanding, like, the only person that really got you is you. You Know what I'm saying? If you don't believe in yourself, ain't nobody else gonna believe in you, and uh, really just understanding that having that confidence like plan A is plan A, and there ain't no plan B, and no plan I can't B. go back to what I used to do, yeah. So,
0: mm, mm. so that's so, now, but now I know you I understand you're an entrepreneur, business person, all that, but what was you doing before that before oh, you got yeah, yeah, to yeah. this point?
1: So, yeah, and no, I was a uh, I was in accounting. county, uh, I used to audit state and federal credit unions, okay, I did that for.
0: What does that mean? for the, When people hear that, and they're like, what the hell is that So that? the
1: person who walk in the bank and uh, pull your loan file and make sure everything right. So make sure the, make sure the books uh, balance out. Make sure the, most of these companies are crossing their I's and dotting their T's. Ain't nobody embezzling funds, stuff like that.
0: Mm, okay. And so, then how long did you do that? I did that for
1: three, almost four years. Okay. Um, and then I transitioned from that into doing the same thing for government uh, entities.
0: Okay. So, and then you, you transitioned from that to doing it on your own. Yeah, to do it on my own. Yep. Started yep. doing
1: it doing it for myself for small businesses and then that kinda got me into uh kind of got me into the credit repair space and got me into like suing debt collectors and you know, just helping consumers on an everyday basis cause I'ma just be honest with you. Most people, you know, they get that paperwork from a company and they get sued, they be like, Oh shit, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna say nothing and that's one of the Correct. worst things to ever do because if you don't say anything you basically basically admitting guilt. So just really help, yeah, just helping people that look like me and you really understand that process and understand that they can take their Power back and understand it's it's literally just a contract. They're inviting you into contract when they bring you to court and stuff like that. So just making sure people understand that and understand their uh, ability to fight back against debt collectors in general, because that's you know what most people deal with um, when it comes to these court cases. So yeah. Mm,
0: so t- let's let, let, let's let's talk about it, man. Because you said suing debt collectors. I think this is a concept that a lot of people probably not even aware of that right. they can go take this step right so break that down like um how do someone what, what's the reason for someone to even do this the the
1: biggest reason for somebody to do it uh first of all we'll just say hypothetically speaking I had a credit card when I was younger 22 23 right and you know I might have been irresponsible and uh we'll just say Navy Federal for instance uh charge that credit card off so they charge it off now you got that charge off on your credit report and you thinking it's over with Navy Federal turns around and reaches out to, we'll just say one of so and so debt collection LLC, um, and you know Navy Federal gives them all your non-public information, you know your your name, your address, your social stuff they're not supposed to have. Um, and when they do that, they sell it to them for. We'll just say you owe eight thousand dollars. They might sell it to them for two. Right. And that company's now reaching out to the bureaus and putting that on your credit report, saying you owe them eight grand when you ain't never did none never transaction did no, with them. Never one, not one transaction with them. So. Really just understanding like, hey, this on my credit report, I didn't give you permission to put this here. I've never done a contract with you. So in a sense, it's kind of like those old school mob movies, you know, when the mob used to extort businesses for money. It's the same thing. And they have, you know, federal codes that
0: allows them to legally do it.
1: No, they have federal codes that let you know that they're not supposed to do it. But in the United States, one of the biggest uh, one of the biggest industries is, you know, uh, well, not debt collection, but. A collection of information, you know, all these companies sell our information, you know, we sign up for social media, all that different stuff. All these companies buy that information so they know how to sell to you. It's the same thing when it comes to your, non- your non-public information. A lot of these companies, Navy, Federal, uh, any place you get a credit card with, they never in the disclosures tell you that you have the right to opt out. They never tell you that, mm. right? Because if they don't tell you that, now they can sell you information. Right. So once you sell my information and it goes to so and so debt collection company, and they reach out to me. Like I said, now they're trying to extort me for an extension of credit, which is a that's a that's a that's a hefty fine here in the United States. Yeah, yeah. So Eighteen USC eight ninety four. Um, so um, I kind of had a conversation. You know, I, when I when I when I'm reaching out to the you know CFO or CEO, whoever's in charge of these collection co- agencies, I just kind of let them know. Hey, look, I've never done business with you, so if you can't provide me with the official affidavit of debt, bill of sale, all the accounting records showing. You know, from A to Z, how I owe you this money, there's nothing we can do here, right? So, you know, have that conversation. I don't get rude and disrespectful with them until they be like, oh, well, unless you pay it, it's nothing we can do. Okay, cool. I gave you an opportunity to fix the situation. You didn't do so, so now I need to do what I need to do.
0: Um, to get my clap back. <laughs> that's so. hey, That's what. But look, going back to something you said When you're talking about these companies They're they selling data It's the reason why they say Data is more valuable than gold Oh yeah days. 100% you know what I'm saying? They, The world moves on that They acquire right. all this data And that's what that's how they're making all this money for yeah, real. Yeah,
1: for sure. Like me and you might have a conversation about real estate and then you get on Facebook and then real estate apps. Real estate pop ad, up. Yep. Yeah, so
0: or some shoes or something. Right, right, right. We're talking so, yeah. about some 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 dunks or something. So as we <laughs> and we have this conversation right now about some dunks, I leave, walk to my car, get on my phone. I guarantee it's gonna be First some dunks pop up. up on my phone. Yeah, that's so, how it works. That's how it work. Data. So yeah. Let's say let, let let's break down the process on how this works. So if somebody hypothetically they get a letter in the mail saying you owe this person. Then the next step is that they send out a letter back to them saying.
1: Yeah. So if I'm if I'm the person who got that letter, I'll send out a letter back. I'm not asking for, I don't ask for debt validation or anything like that. I want you to prove it, which some people consider it as validation, but right. I'm not. I want you to prove it. Show me how I owe you. Show me. Where you bought this debt? Show me that you are the original due holder in course of this debt. Show me my contract with you. Show me the counter records from the time I opened this transaction with you until now that that proves I owe you. They can't do that. And then I turn around and hit them with a lot of case law. Uh, a case that I use all the time: Spears versus Brennan, Court of Indiana, 1996, um, was a court case where a debt collector got a default judgment against a consumer. The consumer basically filed and was able to get the uh, default judgment removed. But also got the court case uh dropped and then he turned around and hit them with a counterclaim as well because of the simple fact that what are they gonna send you? Most of the time they're gonna send you your contract or they're gonna send you billing statements. Billing statements are not documentary evidence. All they really? show, yeah, all they show Lily in that court case it lays it out. All all billing statements show is your quote unquote your running balance, right? But it doesn't show me the accounting records. The original contract only shows what? Your interest rate and how much you, you know, the such a credit card or car, or whatever they're suing you for, it was work. it doesn't show the accounting record. So therefore it does not, it's not proper validation, right? Because it's not proper, It basically just sum up in conclusion before we go too d it's not proper validation of this debt, right? So when you use that, when I'm requesting all this stuff and I'm requesting your license too to collect in my state, because most of the time a lot of these debt collection companies, they don't have a license to collect in your state. When I'm requesting all this stuff that I know you can't provide and I used to look at loans, so now I know what I'm looking you know, for. You what you're, you're, look, you're looking for. Right. So when you send me a whole bunch of BS back, all right, cool. Now it's time to go ahead and give you an opportunity to fix the situation by removing this uh, this, this this trade line from my report. Or you're gonna you sue know, I'm going to go for criminal and civil penalties, correct?
0: Mm, and taking that next step and going for criminal and civil penalties and suing them, what is that process like? Is it you just going to hire a lawyer to sue? Or like how does that work? So... For me
1: now I'm doing it myself. Uh the first first time I ever did it, I'll just be honest with you, but I lost the first time I ever did it because really? I listening to people who, you know, you know we both know people get on the internet and they regurgitate information. Yep. Without so
0: experiencing you, nothing. So you
1: start listening to them and you go do it and then your ass is grass. So I lost my first the first time I was a debt collector for coming after me, I lost. I got smashed. But what,
0: what they hit you with and the loss. They
1: basically just said I had I didn't you got say to they, it. yeah, they, in court they basically said I didn't state a claim. A failure to state a claim. That's what most people gonna get when they trying to, you know just use these 18 USC discs or 15, like, all right, right, cool, you still need to state a claim, right? If you never state a claim, you really don't have a case. So you can get on the internet and say whatever you want to, but you know, the, the paperwork from the court case, I'm not gonna lie. So the biggest thing I tell people off the jump is you gotta be able to state a claim. Don't just say, oh, they violated your rights. What rights did they violate? Can you prove that? Do you have the exhibits to prove that? So um what I tell people straight up is if you if you're not comfortable doing it yourself, yeah, find a consumer lawyer or find somebody who's done it before. Um, But that process just looks like going to the courthouse, filing, literally statement of claim, right? Because your statement of claim is going to tell what it is. But if you don't know what you're doing, most of the times, you know what I'm saying, you're going to end up with an L. So what a lot of people now are doing, and what's heavy in the consumer law space is arbitration. Shout out to Jen. Shout out to my boy Vance. You know, some of the people in the game killing it when it comes to arbitration. Um, and it's and you can arbitrate these debt collectors now because that original most of the time that original contract for Navy Federal or Chase or Citibank had an arbitration agreement in it, right? So now you got somebody who can help you because now you have a middleman
0: who's looking at pretty much everything. Everything, yeah. So, mm, so and when somebody is going on the journey of this process, right? Because I know people about to hear this and they they going yeah. to say, "Oh shit, I'm, I ain't know this. I'm going to do this myself." Right. What? How long is that process?
1: It just depends on how fast that company responds. I always tell people to send everything certified mail. uh, I tell people to get things notarized at the courthouse. um, Because, yep, now I'm creating my paper trail in the mail. So if we do end up going to court, you can't turn around, Xavier, and say, oh, I never got this. I never got Yes, you did. You got this on September 30th at 2.56 p.m. You signed for it or somebody from your company signed for it. Because, I I mean, you know, they're going to play the game. Right, They think you found a template online. They think you got somebody who don't know that nothing really helping you. So they're going to play the game. But if you learn how to play the game back and you learn how to push them into a corner and back them into the wall and say, either you're going to do this or you do this, either you're going to do this or this going to happen. Most of the time, they don't want that smoke because the way I go about it, I'm going after the CEO. If this, if this this company If the CEO go to jail, what's going to happen? company done.
0: Company. I ain't
1: going after the customer service rep that I spoke to. I'm going after the CEO. Because at the end of the day, you know the deceptive and unfair practices that you guys are committing every single day. Mm. You just hope that I'm ignorant or that the people around us that you're going after are ignorant and they have no understanding of what's going
0: on so you can get away with it. Ignorance is, playing on people ignorance is a trillion dollar industry. That's the the United States of of America. Most of us lose bread. In and and most instances, is because we're ignorant to whatever we're getting ourselves into, whether it's cars, homes, <laughs> shit. Uh, you go to the clothing store, yeah. jewelry. Jur- yeah, for sure. Like, they're going to make money, most likely, based on you not knowing certain shit. Yep. And this ain't really no different.
1: Nah, yeah. and it, But it, like I said, it took for me to take that L. It took me to take that L and be like, all right, bro, I'm not listening to nobody else. I'm going to go out and use what I've already learned through experience in accounting to... You know, make a couple of checks because when you get that, you know, thousand dollars, fifteen hundred dollars from that debt collected from violating you just so that you won't file against them, right? Or you'll drop whatever you think you may have. That's that's non taxable income. So, if, <laughs> so, no, if right so if it's me or you helping somebody in your family, you know, just to get the experience, that's a
0: thousand dollars that you ain't have to work for, all because they violated your rights. So, no, that, no, no, no. That that that's facts right there. But talk about the 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 impact. If somebody doing this and being successful, what does this, how does this impact them in a a good way?
1: Oh, for sure. I mean, the biggest one I just said is non-taxable income. So now Mm -hmm. you could, I mean, if I, if I, you know, get on Pacer or if I get on, um, or if I just put out a post, hey, look, I'm offering uh, to help you if you got collections on your account, $0 down. Right. Everybody's going to hit you up because now I don't have to pay you. I can come to you. Hey, I got six collection accounts. Or I got 13 collection accounts. Knowing that, you know, the information, you know what to do. It's going to be some checks cut right now. How much, you know, they get off that check? It don't matter. But at least now they'll get this off the report because they know have they have no prior knowledge of how to help themselves. Uh, and they're coming to somebody you know with such an experience some, who can you know if I make some money I'm gonna make sure they straight too right you dig what I'm saying so it's a win win situation
0: and I, I I've, I've seen on your uh, Instagram uh, the testimonies you got yeah you you helping people share uh, some of those stories because I seen one story where somebody was like um oh they didn't show up to court so oh yeah, they, yeah 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 so uh
1: like I said earlier uh understanding when they're inviting you to court they invite you in the contract right. I know, what I know. you what, what you what what, what you mean by that? So when you start to understand how surety shit works, when you start to understand how equity works, and you start to understand how contracts really really contract law really works, anytime I get uh, a ticket, anytime I get uh, somebody trying to sue me or something, that's an invitation in the contract. I know it don't make sense, I don't. <laughs> but it's, it's basically just understand it's an invitation to contract. Okay. Right. So either you're inviting me to come to court. To do to do business, right? That's, the courts are a business. It makes sense. I get, what you, yeah. I get it. I get it. I'm getting it. So I'm getting it. If I understand it, that it's a business, and I understand the laws that protect me, right now, like I said earlier, I can I know that I didn't give this attorney or this debt collection company access to my non public information. But I know for a fact that the original company that I did business with, they never gave my opt out disclosure. How do I know? Because I'm pretty sure I still got a, a copy of that contract, or I can request one they never let you know you have the option to opt out of your non-public information mm-hmm. being uh, sold. That's under the gramm leach bliley Act. Um, it's a lot of different uh, other, you know, USC codes and CFR codes that protect us as consumers. But again, we never do the research. We never do the studying to figure out how to protect ourselves from our information being sold and what we can do to, you know, take back our power a little bit.
0: How many um, consumer, are there a lot of laws based on consumer protection compared to, uh, sellers protection uh, Yeah,
1: so there are a lot of laws Based on it, but you can't just I can't just throw a whole bunch of laws out there at you If you're a debt collector or you're a lawyer, I need to come with some type of stuff to Protect, I mean, some something backing that law So I need to either come with case law or I need to have exhibits Via, you know My original contract with this company Or me showing that I sent you certified mail Requesting validation of this debt that you didn't respond to So I, you can't just I can't just If that's the case, everybody would just put laws together And send it off, Right. you can't do that
0: Oh, right. Okay. You
1: got to you got to have exhibits. You got to be able you know, you got to have some case law and some things to back you or you kind of you like a fish with your head cut off.
0: Can you can you do any of this if you don't have the, those contracts with whoever you did business with?
1: Yeah, because you still can create a paper trail um, through the mail. So let's just say me and you got to Let me just say we co-signed on a car together. We got a car with Navy Federal, but I can't get the contract. You can still reach out to Navy Federal and say, hey, I like a copy of this, you know. Consumer credit transaction I've did with you guys from 2020 or 2019. By law, they have to give you a copy. They can't say, "Oh, we don't have that," or "Oh, we can't give you that." Why you can't? If you can't give it to me, what you hiding? You hiding, something? hiding something? for sure. So if you hiding something, let's go ahead and get the IRS involved. And like, hey. if I get the IRS involved, who going to jail? You already know how the CEO. You. Yeah, you yeah. see what I'm saying? So they don't they don't want that type of smoke. They'll play games with you if you don't know what to do. If you don't know what you're doing, right? So. If I know what I'm doing and I know what to say off the jump. They're not gonna play with you,
0: yo. This is really interesting because this is uh, it can help a lot of people and change their life. There's plenty. Damn, there. Most people you gonna know got some kind of collection for sure that's on their report. Whether it be medical or you know something? Yeah, something. something. Something's on on their report, and the fact that they could get the this fixed, especially like going through this process, that's that's life changing for real. Because when you got, let's be real, once you got a low credit score. It messes up your quality of living. Yeah, you can't get certain cars. You can't get certain cribs. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, and that, like I said, that if you got kids, that affect their quality of living. You got a girl, a husband, that affect their quality quality of living. So, this is extremely important for real for for people to notice. Yeah, but they keep, but I see why they keep this information. Yeah, for sure. Away from people. people. Yeah, they gatekeep it because it's like this is. They're making so much money from this shit.
1: Yeah. So like I said, bro, like if I didn't take that ill in court, I probably would still follow a lot of people that's doing it wrong,
0: right? But yeah, it but, was necessary. Oh yeah, for
1: sure. It it, made, it took me back to the drawing board, and I was like, all right, cool. I'm gonna create my own process based off of what I've done in the county. know know some people be like, oh, I never learned nothing from school. That this one thing that I can say I learned in school, and now that I learned it and I understand it, I know how to I know how to play the game. Mm. So so back to that court case you were talking about. I un- since we understand contracts. All I did was put together some paperwork, um, requesting certain certain accounting things, uh, requesting certain exhibits um, from not only the debt collection company, but the attorney. Because at this point, as an attorney, you basically, in this case, you stating that you have firsthand knowledge of my account, but you weren't there when I. You weren't right. You weren't there. So what are you really doing here? (laughs) <laughs> that's great and You yeah. have an equitable interest in this case
0: That's what it's gonna exactly. so It's just
1: just stuff like that So and at the end of the day You know as an attorney I'm sure some attorneys gonna see this too At the end of the day This puts their bar at, You know you put your You put your bar on the line If you come that in risk. and say Yeah that you got You have firsthand knowledge of my account And I know you don't So if I can prove it What you gonna really do You already got paid You gonna drop this case And, and, and you gonna keep it moving Real talk. So that, that testimony you saw That's what happened The attorney didn't even show up to court uh, because of, because of the things we uh re- because of the things we requested as well as some of the questions I asked him to swear in the penalty and perjury that he had knowledge about he, he
0: want that smoke yeah he that, that makes sense yeah at this point how many cases have you done whether it's personal or other people that uh, you personally
1: myself I only had three just myself okay. uh but I can't even count on two hands how many people I've helped now. And then sometimes people DM me and ask questions and, you know, if I'm having a good day, I'll just give some free <laughs> game. Yeah. I mean that's what it's all about. You know, right. at the end of the day, you never know how like, you might give some free game on something. You might have saved somebody's life. You might have saved their marriage. You might have you know, saved them from losing talk. their this kids. Yeah. So sometimes I you know people ask questions and I'll just give free game. I don't I don't charge everybody for everything because at the end of the day, you know what so I'm saying was the reason why God put this information there for me to learn You know mm. what I'm saying So a lot of times I just give it man Because As a I just look at it As a mentor As a brother As a friend To so many different people um, why, why would I not want to help At least a little bit Alright like, You know it Just just guide you in the right direction I can't do it all for you mm.
0: What Nipsey say I never taught how to fish I just lead to the, lead the lake to, I just Lead to the lake That's it the, For your For the three times That you had to do it personally Did you have to go to court All three times
1: The first time I did And that was when I took the L The okay. second time the attorney didn't show up the third time we didn't even make it to court. So once I started really, like I said, really understanding what, ex- what, what to ask for, what exhibits to bring with me, what case law to use to protect myself so that there's no rebuttal that you can come back from as an attorney or as that company. Once I started doing that, but some, some attorneys will try to hit you with, Oh, you practice in law. But if I'm, mm, if I'm never, if I never, if my client never signed a power of attorney and I'm just advising them and I'm never in the picture,
0: Mm, I said, no liability Because I could, I could see why uh, some attorneys would be like Oh I see you trying to practice law yeah, When you're sure. not actually You yeah, never passed sure. a bar You're not a lawyer or something like that But like you said If you're not showing up to court Or showing face or anything like that You don't really know what's Just in the background mm, that, made, that, that, that make a lot of sense And this uh, I, forgot, I was about to ask you uh, Man what the fuck was I about to ask you I can't remember what I was about to say But this brings up also a good point On why I talk about because, you know, today, in these times, people are always sitting on nine to five and jobs right. or whatever. And my viewpoint is, how I see it is, okay, if you're working a shit job, you're making fucking $5 an hour. Okay, shit on jobs all you want. But at the right. end of the day, a lot of these careers and positions can give you so much value Maybe. and information that you can, when you trans, if you decide to transition, right. you can use this. To do your own thing If that's truly What you want to do 100% And you are proof of that Oh you yeah 100% in this i will
1: never I'll never shit on 9 to fives Because at the end of the day How you really gonna pay your bills Like you know Social media makes Entrepreneurship look sweet And that Man, shit is thanks. not sweet You can make 4 grand a day And you might not make Another dime for 2 months So To everybody If you work in a job Don't quit your job I don't give a damn What nobody tell you Unless you got You know four or five, maybe six months worth of uh, exactly. expenses saved up, don't quit your job because you literally going from leaving a a, a a job to working your own business, but you're still an employee of your own business. If you ain't got your operation set up, if you don't have, you know, things in place to where you're overseeing the business, whether than I mean, rather than working the business every day, you put yourself in the same position. So, Fact. nah, I'm, I would never tell anybody to lead a nine to five unless you just truly just you can't take it every day. That's that's a different story. But some of y'all wake up and see, oh, hey, Have you seen so and so on social media? They quit. they said they quit their job and started a Turo business. And they, come on, man, they ain't just quit. I guarantee they they had they had yeah, some help. Some. They took a mentorship. Their credit was right to go and get the cars that they want, stuff like well, that. They gotta,
0: but they stand with somebody. They ain't got to pay no rent. Or something. Right? They
1: probably living at home, or you know, <laughs> they they might got a sugar daddy or sugar mom. No, <laughs> hey, I don't, I, don't, I don't judge nobody. I don't judge nobody. That's facts, though. You know what I'm saying? So, nah, just make if y'all out here listening, man, just make the best decision for you. If you're in the situation. Situation to where you feel like your job is killing you every day and you got a way out, take it. You know no. what I'm saying? If, but don't just quit your job thinking, oh, I'm about to be a
0: millionaire at the end of the month. Because that's, that's that trash shit is, you, There's a 99% <laughs> chance You're gonna that fail. shit is you, it's not going to go that way. Right. And you know what's funny is when people hear this conversation, like naysayers or whatever, they'll be like, oh, why are y'all uh, being fearful or or it's telling like, people to go, to stick with slavery? People use these God, terms, geez. and I'm like, yo, y'all are fucking insane. Hey, I've
1: had this conversation so many times, and people are like, oh, you trying to use to people to right. keep people in jobs. I was like, no, motherfucker, I'm using <laughs> common sense. Common sense. I don't, if you ain't got no, if you already live in paycheck to paycheck, why would you quit a job and say, hey, I'm going to chase my dreams? Yeah, go ahead and save up about seven or eight of those paychecks Facts. and then do that. Don't you, that's like jumping off a cliff with no with no parachute. no, no parachute. you setting yourself up for failure so the people who tell people they live in, in fear I can't agree with that because you don't know everybody's situation exactly you know what I'm saying some people you know some people did jump off the bridge and, and made a million in their first month but I guarantee they took some type of mentorship or had some type of game plan some people don't have no game plan they ain't took a mentorship Their credit ain't good they don't know nobody doing good they're the smartest person in their circle so in, in a sense you're in, you're in a square you know what I'm saying? You don't have nobody that you can reach out to and say, hey, what you think about this? And so what I tell people is before you quit your job, why don't you get in a room with people who's smart and you and have conversations with them and see what they say. Stop looking at social media to be a be-all tell-all. Because people look at my social media and be like... Bro, you killing you killing killin it. it. And I'm like, bro, y'all don't know what it took to get here. Like, y'all don't Man. know what it took to get here. Like, I ain't even a millionaire. And I if a, if the right job called, I'll go back because if, <laughs> if you can make the situation work, why not? Why not? You know what I'm saying? Most of these jobs hybrid. Most of y'all sit at home and be on social media any day. Exactly. So
0: I'll sit at home and work and still work my business too. So no, this bro, you talking some real <laughs> shit because I, I be, bro. I say this all the time, and people always say the same thing, or well, they'll be like, But you did it and you, and you went and you left your job, and I'll be like, bro. Just because I did something successfully, I would be a fool to think just because I did it, everybody else is gonna do it. Right. I know not to like to my own to my own horn, but I know like I'm kind of an anomaly. And not right. only that, I have my shit set up. Right, when I and, left then, my... and then you have to
1: realize too, everybody who might follow you, they might not have the same discipline as you.
0: Exactly, right? They least... might
1: they they might just be like, ah, oh, shit, bro, I'm just winging it. Or you know, we we all know people who got certain addictions, whether it be. You know, spending too much money on, you know, weed or or alcohol or different, you know, other ounces like going out and, and stuff like that. Some people don't have, like you said, don't have their shit set up. So if you do make that decision, now you like, hold on, wait a minute, I got to retract. I got to retract. I did this off of impulse just because I saw a post on Instagram or I saw this person. And what it is, is people don't really care to be an entrepreneur. They want everything to come with it. They, exactly. want, the, they want the freedom. They want the, you know, the cars that they see people driving. Right. Man, listen, some of y'all favorite uh, gurus on Instagram, them shit is rented. Them shit at least they ain't theirs. It, it you
0: know ain't. what I'm saying? I'm
1: just, we just going to keep it above. That's, that's not that shit. It ain't. You know what I'm saying? And I done seen it, too. Some people I follow, I'm like, damn, I thought he was like that. But he not really like that.
0: Man, if I told you how many, you know that song, I don't, I don't know if you listen to Rick Ross, but you know that song Rick Ross, was, he was talking about Birdman. He was like, it broke my heart when I found out oh, they, yeah. they Rolexes yeah. when they were in the real. I, if I told you how many instances I've been in this social media shit, been around people that people look up to. Yeah. And you everybody like, oh, they get it. And you around them in person, and you, you like, like they not getting it. That shit break your heart. You be and, like, and, and, oh, it's, it's,
1: they just playing the game. They exactly. put on they put on a facade because they know if I if I roll up in the Rolls Royce, so I got the color if I got the chains, I got the jury. You're gonna look, you're gonna see. I me. looked apart, I'ma speak a little bit. You don't know anything about what I'm speaking about. So now you like, damn, bro, got the game, he <laughs> got the sauce. And then you get the information and you like, this person not even doing 97% of stuff that they selling. Right. So I just tell people straight up, just be like, this shit worked for me. And I know it worked for you, too, because I can tell you just like me, you authentically you. I don't try to be nobody. I just be me. If I've done it, hey, look, this is what I've done. This is how I did it. If I haven't done it, hey, bro, that's sounds cool. I haven't done that, so I can't speak on that. You know what I'm saying? I think that's where people, that's where the issue comes in entrepreneur, because you might be in one space. But now this other space popping, you like, oh, let me act like I do it. You don't do it. It's cool. It's cool. Just help the
0: people in your lane and, and stay there. So, dog, you dog, you talking some real shit, man? Because we know we
1: don't. I live we, in Atlanta. Nah, I live I'm in Atlanta. Like, so you know,
0: so, like, you, <laughs> you, you, you know what's going on. <laughs> like down. people
1: see me roll in my truck, they be like, "Okay, you in that? Where the rest of your car? I'm like, "Well, my shit paid off, and it's a 2021. I don't need a. I don't need a Lambo. I don't need facts. Everything that you know, some some people have. You know what I'm saying? Because that's just not me. I just be who I am. And, Chilling, and you know, live in my space.
0: Man, that's so real. Like the people don't understand. Like they just don't understand this, bro. They want to jump off the porch. They want to see what other people work. Like I don't, know, I don't know if I ever shared this, but I know when I left my job, when I got out the military, I remember calculating because I was real calculating yeah. how I was going to do Analytical. this. Yeah, I had, I had enough uh, money to pay my bills for four and a half years. Okay. So if I didn't make a dime, this yeah, how I, this this was my thought process. If I don't make a dollar. <laughs> For the next four and a half years, I can still pay my bills. <laughs> right. So I'm like, I got four and a half years to get, to get my right. to get right with entrepreneurship. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But it, that's that's time. I bought myself time. Right. If you don't have that time, ideally, leaving your job to become an entrepreneur is not the smartest thing to do. I say you need no, four no. and a half
1: years. I agree. I did the same thing. So when I left, when I orig- when I originally left corporate, uh, my grandpa had just died, but previous to that, I had conversations with him and I was like, hey, I'm just saving up. I was like, I ain't going out, I'm saving up because I know I don't want to be here. So, if I quit this job, at least I got a cushion to hold me until I can find another job, until I figured out. And something that he said to me was, it got to be in you, not on you. Mm. Right? He's like, got to be in you. He's like, if you do this, if you leave this job, you know, you only, what, 20, at that time, that was, what, three years ago? So, I was 27. So, he was like, if you do this, understand, you still got time to make it right, but you got to make sure that you're doing everything you need to do. Like you said, you get, you get said. even if I don't make a dime for four and a half years, I'm good. I looked at it as, shh, I'm good for, I will not four and a half. I was probably good for like a year and a half. But I was like, at least in a year and a half, I know if I put in the work, I'm going to figure something out. Something going to happen. Something going to happen. And then yeah. that's what happened. Like, got into the credit repair space, just started popping, right? Understood, you know, and I, a big thing I feel like with us, that a lot of information is gatekeeped from us because we're so creative. So getting into that space and understanding, dang, I could do this, I could do this, I could do that. And just focusing on doing one thing at a time, it just helped me because now, boom, I can help my friend start a business doing X, Y, and Z. I might have been interested in it, but he's better. Keep better. This is right. his lane. Let me help him. Right? Help helping people in my family. My mom had a bankruptcy, right? People was trying to charge me five grand to get it off. That's what made me really get into credit. I was like, oh, fuck. Five grand. I just wanted off her report so she could, you know, do what she wanted to do as far as refinance and use that money elsewhere in the crib. But he was like five grand. I was like, yo, y'all out y'all fucking mind. I was like, I figured out, and that's what I did. Joined a mentorship, figured it out, um, and then once I figured it out, it was it was a wrap because that takes you into so many different lanes. So I got the credit repair, now I got funding. Yep, can do that. Get paid off that. Show people how to do that. Get paid off that, and then now just like you, you I started thinking real estate. I started thinking other different type of investments that are passive to where I can set myself up to now, yeah, I don't gotta go back to work. Yeah. And that's where I'm at now. So see and- but yeah, if you out there
0: and you don't have
1: six months saved up, don't quit your damn job. Don't, don't. do it.
0: Don't do it to yourself. No, for I real. promise you, please don't. I know it's somebody right now that's listening or watching this and they like, yo, today's the day. I'm out. But if they you got your own crib and you can't afford it, go back home, live with mama. It's okay. <sighs> Break the, okay. uh, talk about that, bro. Cause, uh, uh, yeah, about-
1: so I graduated my master's, and I stayed with my me and my dad. Uh, we had started getting back on good terms, you know what I'm saying? He wasn't around for a long time, but we started to build an actual relationship. I stayed with him for a year and a half before I moved out. How old was you? 25. See? 25. Out my master's. I ain't, I was like, I ain't moving to the city because I can't afford it. I I ain't have much saved up. Self-awareness. Yep. I was like, shit, I'm going to make that sacrifice, stay with him for two years, and then
0: I was up, and I got my own spot for a year, and then I bought a house after that. You ain't... so. You ain't that's that shows the power of you not caring about because you know what stops a lot of people from doing that. What my homies gonna say? What the, pride ch- the what the chicks gonna
1: say? Listen, if your ego bigger than your bank account, you need to reevaluate. And we just gonna keep it a That's just what it is. If you got too much ego to say, hey, I can't go back home to get my shit together because I want to live this type of life or I want to look a certain way. Who are you really trying to look good for? we just going to keep it, but most men, they trying to look good for the bitches on social media. No disrespect. I'm sorry, the women on social media. That's, that's what they're trying to do. They want to look good for so-and-so to impress her. When it's like, bro, you got to just be yourself. If you're a cornball, you're a cornball. It, exactly. Money ain't going to change that.
0: And, it, and, and, and if you need money to get her, she's not for you anyway. Right, but just, you know, you know how they think. So yeah, I mean, it's it's the internet. Everybody built on
1: different principles. Everybody built on different things. Uh, and like I said, I was always taught character and integrity. And Facts. Your word is your bond. So if I tell you I'm gonna do something, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. And how? But
0: how much money did you say that year staying with your pops?
1: Ah, uh, man, I was making seventy five. See. So all I had to do was help him with a couple bills. Pay, pay. I helped them with a couple bills. And my stepmom, I handled my insurance and cardinal. Other than that. So I probably was saving. I probably was saving a good three to four, maybe five. Every I ain't month. Spend too much like every ain't, month. You're... Yeah. So that puts you in a good situation. Now I can.
0: That's a luxury for. Uh, it. Imagine if most people that's making that money could save. But We don't four, think five. that
1: we we turn eighteen and say, "Hey, I got to get my own. I got to get out here and get it." Why? Why are you doing that to yourself? Other other cultures Asians don't, like don't do that. that. You they know, don't. other they people don't. don't. Other other people. We the only ones who do that thing. I turn eighteen. I got to go.
0: And the it's a lot of times it's the parents that saying you turn now you're 18, you have to go. And if that's the case, find a roommate. You got friends. Mm. They parent might have
1: said the same thing. Instead of, oh no, I need my own spot. No, you want your own spot. If you can't afford it, it's okay. It's okay to say, Hey bro, I can't I can't do this right now. Let me go stay in somebody's basement that might only charge me five, six hundred dollars a month. Rather than trying to go get a one bedroom and spend in Atlanta, you're gonna spend what, seventeen,
0: nineteen, twenty one hundred on a one bedroom? Crazy. Cause you want to live in the city, just be smart. And that's and that's high as hell for somebody that just got a job. Because most, most jobs
1: starting off what 45, 45, 50, 30 yeah. to forty five. Mm-hmm. You so, can't live
0: off that. And then once you get out that job, you only getting forty five, and you already got those expenses. You are entering that 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 hamster's wheel because you yeah. you 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 go, you're <laughs> gonna be you on in, there. You
1: entering what they what they. And that's why I tell people, you know, especially people look like us. Uh, and minorities is you enter in what they call the American dream. Um, I had a, I had a, uh, I had a mentor when I first started working, and he said he said you never tell your boss everything you have going on. And I, was like, I was like, why not? He's like, you gotta understand. If he know everything you got going on, he know he got you out of balls. You not, you just, oh, you, oh, you just had a, you just bought a house, oh, you just had a baby. Oh
0: yeah, I could treat you however I want to. You yep. not going
1: nowhere. Yep. So when he when he told me that, it didn't make sense, and I started getting out there and really. You know, seeing it, I was like, okay, it makes sense.
0: No, it makes perfect sense. And you don't tell them what you got going on, good or bad. Right. If it's bad, they're going to know they got you by the balls. If it's too good, they're going to start doing weird shit. Oh, yeah. They to gonna... make the job worse because they like hating. Me? <laughs> like, right. right. They, they, they low-key hating on yeah. you. they like, oh, he this motherfucker, he doing better than us, and he yeah. work here. Let's just start making this job harder. Let's start yeah, writing sure. him up. Let's start. So, man, I remember when I started doing really good my last year or two in the military, People I worked with ain't no shit. I act like I was the dumbest. Oh yeah, brokeest motherfucker in the world. But I'm like, oh, I didn't know you could. I know I'm knowing all this shit about investing. They talking about investing. I'm like, damn, for real. I ain't. Not... I never heard of that. I ain't know nothing about crypto. I remember incidentally when one of my coworkers found out that I was like getting into business stuff. I was like, fuck, because I already knew what it was yeah. going to come. Oh with. yeah.
1: Hey, hey,
0: Zay, <laughs> let me take you to lunch,
1: bro. Let me let me pick your brain, bro. Yeah. I hate that. That's one of. the and don't get me wrong, I don't mind giving free game, but I think that's the one of the biggest things people say. Like people, people I grew up with or people I knew, would be like, "Hey, bro, you Hollywood now." And I look at them and I just be like, "No, nah, I'm not Hollywood. I just want better for myself." And I have to set those boundaries and value my time just like you value it, right? Yeah. So if I just let you call me anytime or you just text me anytime, and I respond. I'm not. I'm not setting no boundaries. You think that's cool, homeboy <laughs> or not? At homeboy <laughs> or not? Like certain stuff, yeah, I'm gonna give you game on. But certain stuff is like, come on, bro.
0: No. Come you, come on, bro. No. People don't realize that when you... The pick your brain is one of the worst networking strategies you could 100%. possibly do. But people don't realize that when they're trying to network because they don't understand how much somebody in a high position, they don't understand how much they value their time. Right. So it's like, you want me to sit down with you, give you all this information for 45 minutes, even if it's 30 minutes. For what? Well, I don't know you. Now, if I'm somebody like you said, sometimes you can wake up in a generous mood and just be like, "Yeah, yeah, I yeah, I'll help somebody." But usually, pick your brain. I me, mean, I want to sit on the phone. I want to meet you. I want meet. you to. I want
1: you to tell me what to do from X to Z. And, and, and what, man, and the biggest thing I tell people is the best learning experience is experience. That's it. I'm not, I could. Get, I could tell you. I had a conversation with somebody who he's great at marketing. He probably, I mean, he probably been on your show before. He told me. He said. He said, "I know ninety-seven percent of people don't." open this open this to information they buy from me because I'll take the same product and name it something else and sell it again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so it's like
1: we just we all out here just buying information but you never just, you never um you never execute on the information. So I, I realize you have to be you have to become a master executor. Steve Harvey it's, said something at Invest last year. He said in our community we too big on knowing A to Z rather than getting started and letting God uh, guide us the rest of the way. And once I heard that,
0: I was like, bro, I be stressing about nothing. No, that's, bro, bro, it ain't no reason. Man, you you going crazy, dog? You just being you're, real, look, bro. That, I literally was just having a conversation about this about two days ago. They said they got this a course, and they he said like ninety percent of the people don't make past ten percent. And I was telling him, I was like, bro, it's because of shiny right. objects is wrong. They seen your course, and they said, oh, I want to do that. Mm-hmm. And in the midst of them signing up, and when they started, that that what they call it that dopamine on oh, yeah. your brain it it dies. It, it, you know what I'm saying? It they dies said, down. damn, wait a minute, they I got to do all I this. Do this this is annual. I ain't gonna get rich oh, overnight. No. I seen somebody else. Of course, let me go let buy me that. Go do that, yeah. And that's man. That's uh, and and going into what you said, we want to know what Steve Harvey said about we want to know A to Z. That's so powerful because I always tell people like, and people don't be. I don't know if they be believing me or not. I be like, bro, when I started this podcast, bro, I started. I started off my phone, I bro. You. Like my first couple of episodes, what we used to do is I used to call somebody on the phone, like call you, put it on speaker, record get another, on another phone, and record it. Yeah. I ain't know nothing about podcasting. That's how I started, dog. But and then I didn't I just worked. Right. I just kept doing shit. Now it's one of the biggest platforms, but when I started, I ain't I wasn't waiting. It's to say right. like I need a studio, I need a camera, but that's I need the perfect mic. Do. That's what most people oh, do. Oh, my brand not good. Oh, my uh my logo ain't good. Dog, I had 2,000 followers. Less than 2,000 followers when I started this shit, bro. Yeah. And this shit done got millions and millions of downloads, so I know firsthand that you cannot wait until the setup is perfect to start because the 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 the, the setup will never be perfect. Right. Yeah. You just kind of start where you
1: at. The biggest thing is like something my grandpa used to tell me. I'm sure you probably heard before. Nobody gonna save you. Nope. Man. Everybody got shit going on. Nobody's gonna save you. If you want something, you gotta go. You gotta you gotta do what you gotta do to get it. You know what I'm saying. Nobody's gonna save you whether it be at work. Whether it be at life, I mean, I'm sure people listening have heard you tell your friends something that you're going bad, they're like, Damn, bro, I'm here for you. I'm gonna pray for you. That's it. That's, That's, all, it. They can do. That's all they can nobody, do. Mama can't do nothing. That <laughs> Nobody can do nothing. The only person who can bring you out of a tough situation is you. And, you know, it was, it took me to be at a job and, and be like, to and be depressed. That. Yeah. And like, like, bro, like, it was bad. Like, I would make an excuse every single day and I'd be late. And then, you know, like I said, once my grandpa passed in 2020, I was just like, Fuck it, I'm out. I was like, oh. I'm good. I was like, I'm just gonna. I was like, I ain't got nothing else to lose. I was like, you know what I'm saying? I'm 27. I'm like, shit, if I get it wrong, I can always go back to work. It ain't like most of us most people watching a podcast under 45. Yeah. You still got time. But because you planned your life, oh, I'm gonna be married by 25, I'm gonna be a millionaire because the stuff doesn't <laughs> <laughs> because the shit don't go the way you planned it, now you feeling like you're a failure. It's, and it's like it's no, not, you're not a failure. You you your twenties were for you to learn. Right. So in your thirties you can execute. The people I I'd I, I be so happy for people when I see they in their twenties and they making ten, twenty, thirty, forty thousand. They don't understand how rare it is. They don't. Mm-hmm. Right. So when I see stuff like that, I'm like, bro, that's great for you. You know what I'm saying? You did it. I was like, but that's not that's not for the average person. Mm-mm. Like at all. And you know, for you, you say you start a podcast on your phone. You know what I'm saying? It's probably somebody else who did that and didn't get a probably get a hundred views and they said, Fuck this shit. I'm done. That's exactly what happened. And that's how it is that's because we're so, we so, social media has our culture culture in general so used to instant gratification, right? If
0: it don't happen right now, I'm good on it. Yeah, that's true. So, and you, bro, you saying a lot of stuff, bro. Cause I, you said, when you talked about how um, being in a position where realizing that nobody can help you but yourself. Yeah. And I think a, a lot of people don't realize that because they've never been in positions to force them to realize that. I remember. What made me realize when I was in the military in tech school, I almost got kicked out for BSing around, not yeah, taking my test seriously, serious? kicking it, chilling with girls and all that. And I remember I had to meet with like the commander so he could decide on whether he gonna kick me out or not. And I remember before I remember calling my parents like because I'm still in that that mode of man. My parents could help me. Let right. me call my my <laughs> mom and dad. It. They was just like, they just listen to you, huh? We gonna pray for you. That's that's, that's all they that's said. It. That's all they And that say. moment it hit me immediately. Like, oh shit. Can't nobody help me when I get in my situ- yeah. in these situations? But me, I gotta do right, and I ain't saying nobody can't
1: help people. And right, 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 take it the wrong way is, but nobody can save you. Only, save pers- you. Only save person you. who can I mean. save you is you. I can give you. I can tell you every single thing I did to get to where I'm at, and that's still not. That's just gonna tell you what I did. But people, like you said, they just mom and dad. So I'm gonna pray for I'm you. Pray that's for it. You got. You got to be able to pull yourself out that drought. You got to be able to pull yourself out that depression. You got to be able to pull yourself out of whatever's going on to say, hey. This ain't the end. And I feel like a lot of people don't. They just get accustomed to life and they say, all right, this is what my life is and this what it's going to be. And it's like, nah, nigga, you, you settle for that every single day. Every <laughs> single day is enough. No, seriously, Real you settle for that. Real you problem. know what I'm saying? And then when people blame other people for what happened in their life, it's like you can't do that. You because either you allow those things to go on. You didn't set the boundaries or you kind of just was cool with it. You know what I'm saying? So what I tell people all the time is, you know, something that uh, shout out to C-dub. He was a guy that was an older cat when I was still in college playing football. I used to be mad because shit wasn't going my way then. And he, he used to say, hey, nephew, you got to understand. you got to. It's just like spades. You got to play the hand. You dealt. Everything that happened in your life happened for a reason. Whether it was to teach you a lesson or to help somebody else learn a lesson or to help somebody else grow, everything happens for a reason. So how you respond to those things is what's either going to help you propel or just gonna keep you where you at So once he said that to me And I really said that Cause I, I can't play space i want a the black people That can't play space I know if anybody wanna teach me Let me know And I can't play either Oh well then cool We, we on the, we same, on the page. same page So once I understood I'm just like alright cool It's all about how you respond to stuff You can't, you, you can't control everything in life So if something bad happened Alright cool it is what it is If I can't change the outcome I ain't gonna stress I'm not gonna trip it is what it is, and we're just gonna keep it moving. There's a lot of power in that too, yeah. in that mentality. You're not giving energy to the the negative situation, that negative condescending idea or thought that you might have. So, mm, man, you speaking? You speaking?
0: I, I I got a couple more things I want to touch on sure. real quick. Going back into the uh, what we what we was talking about in the beginning, we talking about reaching out to these debt collections. What is the talk, talk? about this for a second. When somebody do this to and to get get this off their report, how much? Because I want to show people how much. The, how much benefit this can be to oh, them? Yeah. How much does their credit score changes or raises when they it just, do this? It depends on their profile already, but we'll okay.
1: just say we'll just say you already got you know ten ten accounts reporting, you got like ten years worth of history. That one collection account can drop your score sixty seven points.
0: <laughs> no, it because
1: it, it because it just depends on what type of account it was, and you know some people you know people get evictions, people get. You know might have had a credit card you ran up 30 grand and just said hey it's, it, it is what it is It is, is what it is. so now you got you know what I'm saying you got a collection account worth 30 grand on your account they weigh a little bit so uh i, I would say it's the it's the difference between life and death i'll just put it like that that's mm-hmm. how significant it is because it could change that report 50 60 points just from being either added or
0: or removed from the report so that's see and that's big man like this 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 some uh this some this some big stuff. So what's some things that um can stop someone from your experiences from somebody winning these filings in court?
1: Uh oh, failure to state a claim. Um, okay, that's the that's biggest big thing. The biggest thing is you failing to state a claim. You, you you throwing all these laws out here, but you have you're not backing it up with any exhibits, any case law, or nothing. <laughs> and you just kind of just rolling off what you've seen people say on on Instagram. and the attorney's gonna eat your ass alive.
0: Mm, you know, you know, in our community, that's what a lot of motherfuckers do. Oh, yeah, you they, know, according to U.S. like they yeah, don't know okay, nothing. Okay, yeah. so
1: I tell people all the time, and I'm big on this because that's how I got messed right. up. Show me some receipts. That's why all I don't, that's why on my page all you see is receipts. I don't post nothing. I don't really care to post myself. I want to post receipts. Yeah, you, so yeah, you, you can't do. come over here talking. About, I don't know what I'm talking about. No, nah, show me some receipts if. Like, even right now, the biggest thing is the down payment thing with cars. We see that all the time on Instagram. Everybody, oh, pursuant $15, okay, show me a receipt. Yeah. Show me a check. Show me you got yours back. Show me you got your title. So when I show people I got my title, when I show people I got help other people do this, then it's like, oh, my God. Or I'll get... You know, see people who post something and you'll see people in the com- in the comments, oh, I worked in accounting for this many years, that's not how it's work. Or, Oh, I worked at a dealership, that's not how it works. Yeah, you're thinking about you're thinking about it from your dealership job. You're not thinking about it from the perspective of a consumer and how a consumer law actually works. So man, the biggest thing, man, is just I gotta see receipts. I don't I don't I don't regurgitate anything I haven't done or speak on anything I haven't done. I only post receipts and I feel like that's what's big. So for y'all out there, if y'all listen to certain people say certain things or do certain things, just ask for support. Some receipts. That's, that's it. Just it. Just I, I ain't try. I'm not. I don't, I don't argue with nobody. Nothing like that. Just show me some receipts. If you say you do this, that's like you say. If you say, hey, look, I can help you grow a podcast to a hundred thousand people. I'm a, You got the receipts for that? You done had so many. You know, so many influential people in our community come on this show. And, and speak that game, but that's like me being like, "Oh, hey, bro, I'll show you how to get the down payment of the title to your car back," and I don't got you not know, one receipt. receipt. I don't not got one man. We we See, knock off. the man, receipts is huge.
0: That's so valuable in itself because so many are so many people in our community they. They get finessed And they worry about Getting finessed Simply because They don't know how, What questions to ask Right If you about to do business With somebody A transaction All you gotta do Is simply ask them Show me the receipts Show me some receipts Show me some testimonies. Show me some people That done did business With you right. And you not actually help them Yeah But a lot of times We don't do that And then when some Flaw shit happens We wonder Why Oh yeah we got yeah, We
1: like oh no bro I can't If, if I Like a big thing we'll see. I follow some, you know, heavy hitters in in all communities, and I'll look on their pages just to see how people are interacting. And the biggest thing I see people are, oh, well, if your course is that good, give it away for free. <laughs> a, a lot of these people do give their shit away for free. Exactly. You're just not paying attention and understanding they're giving you free game every, every single day. day. You're just not paying attention. You look for them to say, hey, bro, hit me in the DM. I'll give you this course f- for free right now. No, they gave you game all every single day. Whether it be their stories, they posts, they are giving you so much information. But like you said, because you've been duped or you got shitted by somebody right. else, you like nah, bro, I ain't spending that money. Hey, listen, that person's price is their price. I never, I never ask somebody to go share
0: the price. Whatever you tell me, the price is okay, cool. Mm-hmm. No, that, that's it. P- people don't understand. People do not understand how insulting it is to want somebody to give you their time or something valuable to them for free. It's like does and it go and it goes back to that. Uh, let me pick your brain conversation yeah. over coffee. It's like, motherfucker, you think an hour of my time is worth a cup of coffee? 100%. I, like, think it's
1: a, I think it's a self-love thing. I think it's a boundary thing. I think they don't understand, as a business owner, I gotta have boundaries. Like, even my mama know, like, if I'm working, ma, I'll hit you later. My, mama, mama. She, my mom
0: understands it, too. That's mama. She don't you trip at saying? all. Mm-hmm.
1: So, I think the biggest thing is people have to understand, like, people got boundaries. I'm a, I'm a human being just like you, so... Mm. If I've been working my business all day at 6 o'clock or 7 o'clock, I don't want to talk. I don't want to look at my DMs and see this question, that question. Just book a consultation. I give anybody 15 minutes for free, and I know I do it on purpose. I'll give so much game in a 15-minute consultation. They probably don't need me after that mm. because it's not taking no money out of my pocket. If I give you the game, go ahead. Do whatever you're going to do with it. But like I said, 97% of people They're don't not gonna, execute that information.
0: They don't <laughs> Man, you just dropped so much value, bro. I want to ask, ask you this before I wrap up for people that's listening to this, that's in a position where, let's say, they could be young, or old, whatever, but they're in a position where it's like, man, I'm depressed. I don't, I don't, oh, I don't see no way out. Like, what's your best piece of advice for them to get that ball rolling?
1: Most people are depressed because of one or two things. And like I said it earlier, they've planned their life out and it's not going the way they wanted it to. Or they have an identity crisis So the biggest thing man, especially if you're a minority You need to go get therapy um, It's a lot of free therapy out there for, for people that look just like us But I'm sure it is for everybody else uh, I did. I went to therapy 2018 Because I, I noticed I started To uh, rely on certain Things as like a coping mechanism Because I wasn't okay, because because life wasn't Going the way I thought it should go You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying, so once I realized that And you start to identify those things and you go and sit With somebody who's not, non-judgmental they might look like you, they might not, but they can understand where you're coming from and they're giving you practical advice on how do I change this in my life, how do I change this. And the biggest thing, if you're depressed right now you're looking at this, think about the first thing you do in the morning. Do you feed yourself positive energy? Do you tell yourself how much you love yourself? Um, a big thing my therapist said, and I, I started to implement that, was take yourself on a date, just you. And people are like, why would I do that? I'm alone. That's the point. You're loving yourself. You're taking yourself on a date. You're spending quality time with yourself. Uh, and get back to a lot of the things that you did as a, a, a child that, that made you like that you enjoyed, you know what I'm saying? A lot of times when we become teenagers and we become a young adults, we stop doing a lot of stuff that we enjoyed, and we don't even know why it's like a, un, an unconscious thing. Like me as a, I love yoga. So I do hot yoga all the time. I love writing, right? Cause that allows my creative energy to flow. It don't even gotta be about nothing. So um also uh get you a um they have a lot of journals, a lot of uh healing journals. I'll actually I'll send you the link for one that you can post right, with this. Right. Um that one up shout out to Kelly D. One of my homeboys sent it to me and it's a healing journey uh for black men. It's a okay. guy because you know, at the end of the day a lot of us are taught to be strong, don't cry, don't show emotion, but it's like the men who are the more most vulnerable and can express themselves, those are the men that are healed. Those are the men that are that are actually flourishing and thriving because I can express how I feel. You can send me a paragraph telling me how you feel. I'm not going to text you back and be like, "Okay," I can, you, it I helps can you, express you back. Yeah, it helps you. It helps you see their point of view and understand. Like, okay, this person has expressed me how they feel, and it helps you become more in tune with who you are as a man, as, as a woman, as a person. Um, and therapy is really going to help you become whole again, and help you understand who you are. Because the person you are today—you about to be thirty, yep, right mm-hmm. It's not the same person you were at twenty or twenty-one, twenty-two when you thought you had everything figured out. Exactly. Same here. I thought I, I thought I knew a lot of stuff, and then I, now as I'm older, I'm like, bro, you didn't really know I too much. Know nothing. You just was learning. But you know, that's that goes back to we might you know, feel this way at
0: forty too. Right. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. You <laughs> might feel this way at forty, but yeah. it goes back to you know, in our community, like everybody, a lot of people are broken, that's and nobody want to say, hey, I'm broken. I need help or I need a community or a group to help me
0: grow. And it's like, why not? Mm, it's taboo. It's crazy. It's ta- it is. You, you, hey, you just dropped some uh, some game. And uh, when you send me that link, I'm gonna put it in the uh, the uh, yeah, sure. the channel, the channel notes for the people that want to get that journal. Make sure y'all hit the the the, the link in the podcast description. And yeah, we do sure. we go so y'all get right. But my final question I got for you is name your top three books.
1: Oh man, the Jewish phenomenon, mm. definitely. Why
0: Jewish, is
1: that? Uh because it helps it helps you understand how other cultures get together, man, and they You're right. They they put they put the wolf together. I feel like in our communities, man, it's a dog-eat-dog world. Everybody want to be the big dog. Nobody want to see nobody do better than them. And I I never really understood that until I became an entrepreneur. And I get it. It's like, they don't want you to outshine them. But, shit, I look at it like, shit, you look like me. I want to see you shine. I want to see everybody shine. Because at the end of the day, it's enough money out there for everybody to eat. And I think people don't don't really understand that. They don't. But... You read the Jewish Phenomenon, you're gonna see it's enough money out here for your whole for the next four or five generations to eat if you just set it up right. Mm. Right? Or if you just get around some people who look like you or don't even look like you, a group of people. Shit, we can we can we can both call ten people right now and put together a hundred thousand dollars, two hundred thousand dollars, go buy an apartment building. Right. Not everybody got equity. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's I think the biggest thing is we gotta we just really gotta learn how to work together. Mm-hmm. Uh from a culture perspective. So Jewish phenomenon, if you a man, I definitely would uh of the superior man. That by David Didal. Yeah, because it'll uh, it, it'll help you look at your relationships different, it'll help you look at women different, it'll help you look at how you handle situations different. Absolutely. Um and that was one of the books that my therapist recommended when I was really? in therapy in twenty yeah, so twenty eighteen. I try to read it at least once a year. So them two, um the last one. Hmm. <laughs> let me give a good one.
0: Go ahead. Give, 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 you, you already gave two that ain't nobody said yet. Let me look. Let me look. <laughs> it just it depends, man. If you um it depends on
1: what you're interested in, honestly. No, but yeah. those two for sure. Um I I don't know, the Jewish phenomenon did something to me. Uh and also uh I think it's called what What did the Rockefellers do? What mm. would well, the Rockefellers do? Okay, okay. Yeah, so people can start to understand how to build that, you know, that, that the, the, real. Because everybody talks generational genera- wealth, exactly. But a lot of people ain't really. Man, even me, I used to, at first, when I first started, I used to generational, generational, but then I had to realize, I'm like, bro, you ain't really did shit. You ain't, man, you ain't, you I, ain't, you ain't got no life insurance. You ain't You ain't.
0: That shit got thrown. That saying got thrown out so much. I started. I had to check myself because I'm like, I'm starting to fucking hate <laughs> it just, Like, this like saying, you said, taboo. You, yeah, people just throwing the <laughs> shit out there when they do anything. Generally, like, bro, what the? That's, it's called generational wealth for a reason. Right. Words have meaning for right. a reason, bro. But you it,
1: it, it got to start with you.
0: It gotta, it gotta, you got to, got to, you got to, and you really got to be
1: doing some. And shit. the biggest thing I took away from that, though, I had a mentor say. He said, everybody's talking generational wealth, but people are, don't understand. You not gonna. You might not see that that's wealth, and you have to be okay with understanding. Hey, I might not never touch touch this M, exactly, or, this, or these two M's. But with understanding yes. what would the Rockefellers do? Once I read that book and I understood how they really monopolize, how they really monopolize the world, I was like, okay, it, it all started to make sense. And then you get around people who talk trust, you get around people who talk life insurance, you get around people who really talk equity, who really having them equity talks. You know what I'm saying? And really talking about how to to grow your money and not just you know buying cars. Don't get me wrong, or buying you know different stuff, but really. Understanding how to set your your kids up and yourself up once you do one, you know you know everybody's yeah. time gonna come once you out of here so that the rest of your family be good and we as a community definitely need those talks because yeah, most we, our parents most our grandparents they ain't even got they don't even have
0: uh, life insurance no, you know? my, my some my, don't even have a will we just don't keep it a book my grandpa died he had, my grandpa did, my grandpa had bread he passed away he didn't have a will my mother wasn't his biological daughter and probate court. Bread gone to this day. That was fifty I'm 29 now. That was like 17, that was like yeah. 16, 17 years ago. And that's
1: those are the conversations us, you know what I'm saying? Cause we the, I mean we didn't we the we the next generation. We about to be the OGs and stuff that we should be having with, you know, the younger crowd, even our own families, about you know, just how to really build yeah. generational wealth. I think that'll uh
0: help, you know, all our families. Oh, no, real man, For you, sure. Bro, you just gave up so much value, bro. They're gonna this this hey, I'm telling you right now. Give you a heads up This finna go crazy That's dog. cool I, Look listen I'd rather res- 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 get on
1: here And keep it a book And then yeah. get on Somebody's podcast And just tell people They want to hear Now nah, we gotta We gotta be open As a community To have those tough Conversations To have a conversation With hey this happened To me I'm not okay Right And, and allow somebody Who has that expertise To to not It's not even about Fixing you It's helping you Find out who you Really are And become whole Because the Like I, like I said The man I am today I wasn't him at 25 I didn't even know Who I was You thought mm-hmm. you knew Who you were You was like Hey I wanna do this I want to have this, but most of those things are just tangible assets that right. you can have for right now. And then, with, like you said, that dopamine wear
0: off, and you like shit what's next. What's next, you know. So, right. bro, you, like I said, this this was this was fire, bro. But before I let you go, plug in all your stuff where the people can find you. Follow if they want to be a client of yours. Plug yeah, for everything.
1: sure. So, if you want to be a client of mine, you can hit me in the DM on Instagram at Jamari James underscore. That's J A M A R E E underscore. I mean James J A M A R E E. Okay. James, J-A-M-E-S underscore. uh, Or you can go to my website, jamarijames.com and book a consultation. Like I said, man, I give everybody 15 minutes for free because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, shit, that might might be the aha moment that somebody needed. um, Just like I needed shit. Mm -hmm. Like I said, that L helped me so much, not only in this space, just really understanding like, Stop regurgitating the shit y'all see on the internet, please,
0: please, please stop, please.
1: Jesus Christ,
0: this shit crazy. It is though. It's, it's and I just talked about that on the previous episode, man. That shit. That shit. What'd re- you say? No, it's, my guest said it. He was like, "Motherfuckers hear shit on the internet, and then they try to go run plays or shit to her, and not go nowhere near. Nowhere how they near. Thought because they heard so and so saying you could do this, you could do like, bro. You need way more information than that." 'Cause these is clips. That's people line. gotta keep in mind, these are sixty <laughs> to ninety second clips. You're not gonna get a whole play. You're gonna get the you getting the, the 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 foundation. But it's a lot more than the foundation. Oh, yeah. You know show. what I'm saying? It's like a house. It's a lot more yeah. than just the foundation of the house. It's a yeah. lot of shit. And that's what you getting when you watch these clips. And so people need to understand that. So, yeah. you, so you you still gotta dig deeper. Yeah, but I ain't gonna lie to you, this shit like for me, this shit this four years in the making. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you know I'm saying I started this shit to what, twenty nineteen? trying to figure it out. Like, everything that I know, they just trying to figure it out. And it took, like you said, those experiences, those L's and everyday conversations and getting around people who know way more than me in certain spaces and, you know, feeling like sometimes you might get duped, but shit, I got to pay this invoice. <laughs> if, I want, if I People got the information, but people, you know, I, done, I had to go without so I could pay an invoice sometimes. That's just a part of got entrepreneurship and people, you know, they think you're going, like I said, you know, they're going to have the 10K, 20K, 30K, 40K months every month. And it ain't, no, ain't yeah. going to be like that. So,
0: it's just in moderation, man. Yeah, so. it is. Man, it, man, ain't no way better to wrap up than that, man. Like, like uh, Jamari said, y'all can tap into him and follow him on all these platforms. Y'all want to be, become a client, I'm going to put that link in the notes uh, of this podcast. and sure. Y'all can follow me on all platforms. I'm at Xavier Miller. I'm at the official Xavier Miller on Instagram. You can follow Millionaire Mindsets everywhere. That's Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, and tap in. And that's all I got for y'all on this episode of Millionaire Mindsets. i see you guys next episode. Peace.